Welcome to Connecting the Community podcast. I am your host, Marge Andre. I will be connecting you to people, organizations, and events that create community. I am creating this podcast in Richmond Hill, an eclectic and very culturally diverse community with lots of trees and streams and interesting people just up the hill from Toronto. On this podcast, I'm talking with Yuri Nowitzki, someone who is really good at teaching technology to older adults. He has been instrumental in the program that runs at McConaughey Center. Yuri also works part-time at an Apple store. Welcome, Yuri. Thank you, Marge. Uh, thank you for, for having me join you. Uh, uh, I know you're well-versed in the community here, so uh, I'm honored to be part of this podcast. Thank okay. you. Thank you, Yuri. I believe we're going to have a really good conversation. But let's start, Yuri. Please tell us a little about yourself. You haven't always been teaching tech to older adults. Well, um, when I was a young student, I worked at a Ukrainian home for the aged in high school. And that's when I got involved with older adults. And as we are all known as seniors, which I just became one uh, last year. And um, I was always interested in the world of gerontology. And uh, that's something that really intrigued me in terms of learning from older adults. Um, and it's partly because of my culture as well. But I eventually um, not only studied gerontology, but I also got into computers. And my life uh, vision was always to combine those two, to combine gerontology with computers. And uh, I could go on, but uh, I'll answer some of those questions and how those connections were made. And, and that's something that I've always enjoyed to this very day. Okay, very good, Mom. Thank you for that. Uh, so please tell us about the programs that the Richmond Hill Community Technology Volunteers RHCTV, um, mm -hmm. offer at McConaughey. And what's the history of this? Um, and I believe there's an anniversary coming up soon. Yes, yes, yes. Thank you for noting that, Marge. Uh, uh, I'm going to say 24 years ago today. So next year is going to be our 25th, which we're going to have a celebration. But 24 years ago, um, I worked for a company called Ernst & Young, and I went to them and I said, can you donate a Mac and a PC? And then I uh, took those two devices and I went to uh, uh, the McConaughey Center and I went to uh, um, a young lady called Jennifer Ayers, who is still the administrator of the McConaughey Center. And, and I said to her, listen, I've got a couple of computers here that are being donated and uh, I'd like to start a computer club. Um, and uh, like all great forms of technology, we started at the basement and uh, worked our way up. And uh, uh, like a snowball, rolling snowball down a hill, it became two computers and it became four computers. And then we received continual donations from Ernst & Young. Uh, and then, of course, uh, eventually even donations from places like Del Manor. And that's how we have a training room. And, of course, our formula is basically we meet the first and third Saturday of every month. And we've been doing that for the last 24 years. We do take a break in the summer because I think just like many of us, 
uh, it's good to take a bit of a break and uh, uh, come back in September. Okay. So, uh, but, and you really teach a, a variety of different things um, to the two people. And it's like, it's, it's in the morning. I'm going to put the link in the podcast notes for people to come. Uh, there mm-hmm. is, is there a charge for it? Um, there is a charge and then there's not a charge. So uh, all programs at the McConaughey Center, there is a charge where you can pay uh, a certain amount per year just to be a member. If you would like to join us by Zoom, there is no charge. So people can actually join us from Zoom, not only in Richmond Hill, but believe it or not, they can join us anywhere around the world. Yeah. Yes. One of our volunteers is from Oxford, England, and uh, Brian, he he joins us on those Saturdays. Uh, he's a volunteer, but Zoom-wise, you can join us from any corner of the world, as long right. as you're willing to get up in your time zone. Yeah, right. Okay. And just, uh, I'll put the link in for get, getting that uh, membership, the 55 plus membership. It's it's nominal, so it's not a, certainly not a prohibitive cost. So that that's great. Okay. Yes. Uh, you yes. Vo- group of volunteers, the RHCTV, has also gotten out in the community to help older adults. And I remember your group receiving a grant to purchase tablets. Can you talk more about mm-hmm. that? Yes. Uh, this was what's called a New Horizon uh, grant uh, that Jennifer and her team uh, have put together with myself. And uh, we basically... Uh, were able to purchase iPads, Android tablets, uh, Windows laptops, and these devices basically were, as I call it, we were taking them on the road, like in terms of going to different community centers. And we were at Oak Ridges, we were in many different places where we provided these devices and actually gave courses. Uh, People came, we filled up a lot of our classes during those times, uh, where there was an iPad course, an Android course, or how to to use Windows. And I kind of call it the show on the road. We took a show on the road to different community centers. And then eventually, this so-called pandemic kind of uh, came about, and it shut us all down. And uh, uh, that then allowed us to at least, not that we couldn't, And that allowed us to basically switch from coming into the building to going to Zoom. And uh, we've been Zooming since. And that's why to this very day, uh, you can join us in the building or you can join us by Zoom. So we've pivoted based on the pandemic and our technology continues uh, to be used. uh, And uh, for our new open house this September, we're actually gonna display uh, those new horizon devices that we purchased and have any attendees who want to come and simply play with the devices as well. Okay, very good. Yeah, the uh, pandemic, I do believe, um, have had so many people and particularly older people become much more comfortable with Zoom and actually all technology. So I, I see that as a pandemic positive. So, uh, you also work at the Apple Store in Newmarket. Uh, I sense that you really mm-hmm. enjoy that. And I bet you are pretty good at it, too. So can you tell us about <laughs> that? I've been, I, I'm imagining you up at the store just having a, having a blast. 
Well, Marge, um, having having worked in the corporate world, I was a technology trainer. Uh, during those times, I also actually got certified at OISE to uh, uh, for adult learning, okay, adult education, and I saw how important it is to uh, to teach adults. Now, uh, after retiring, everybody said, you got to have a plan. I've learned that from most seniors. If when you retire, you got to have a plan. Well, guess where Yuri's plan was, okay? I wanted to work in the Apple store. Although the scary part is I've never done retail before, Mm -hmm. okay? And that was the fearful part of me. But uh, I did get a job at the Apple store about a year and a half ago, and it was actually during the pandemic as well. And it was amazing to see how many older adults come into the store. And uh, I've been a Mac user for like 40 years. So I knew most of the products. So I felt very comfortable in terms of talking to the products. Um, And Apple's philosophy is uh, engage with your customers. The product will sell on its own. And I use that philosophy, okay, because... Um, as long as I could provide them an opportunity to give me what they needed, not what they wanted. Some people will walk into this, as I call a toy store, and there are toys in there that I say, look, I know you want the Porsche, but the Subaru is just as good for you. So we're actually instructed to down sale our customers. Because in the retail business, I heard there's always what's called upselling. And believe it or not, when someone wants that Porsche and they only need the Subaru or the smaller type of vehicle, I strongly encourage them to get the one that's cheaper. Mm-hmm. So okay. uh, it, it's, it's, it, it's a great environment and I have so much fun. Uh, my only challenge is I spend sometimes a little too much time with my customers. Okay. <laughs> I am not surprised too much fun to talking. hear that. <laughs> okay. And I must say, I am not an Apple user, but I love your enthusiasm and uh, I, it's mm. good there's choice out there in the world. Okay. Yes, it now, is. Thank you. <laughs> uh, I have often voiced my disagreement with this overarching statement that older adults are technophobes they can't use technology do you agree with me so um my 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 perspective to teaching older adults i'm going to actually quote my mission statement okay okay and basically quote unquote and i spent a long time putting this this together here but it's to teach wise and life-skilled generations of older adults that a computer can be a tool for the realization of their own personal goals, not just another piece of technology, and teach them to be comfortable and confident in using one. The foundation of our learning journey begins with turning a computer on. So in other words, I always look at someone as if they know nothing. But at the same time, I go to most learners who want to learn about technology and I say, did you teach your children and your grandchildren how to ride a bike? Did you teach them when they fall, get up and keep going again? You have a wealth of experience. Learning technology is the same thing. The only difference is I want to make you feel comfortable with it because if I can give you better comfort and confidence in learning this device, then when you finally 
keep cycling, you're not going to fall. Okay. So therefore there's a fear of technology. Okay. Because Mm -hmm. in many older adults, they, their learning style was, was always read the manual before you even touch this machine. Okay. Where the newest generation just simply touch it, make mistakes. Doesn't matter. It's not going to fall apart. It's not going to explode. Okay. So confidence is 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 what I used to start most of my classes. I'd say I'm not here to teach you about computers. You know about the concept of our, of learning something that's difficult. I'm here to teach you confidence. And by gaining confidence, you will enjoy this technology and I give them a word of warning. Once you start having fun with, with this, this technology, there's something called addiction that comes into play, okay? So please the, be warned of that because once you're gonna have fun with this technology, once you get past that learning curve, you're gonna fly. <laughs> okay, I, I love that. It's, uh, I think you, you are a great teacher, but uh, I, and you, you see, I'm <laughs> always you. saying the word older adult and not seniors because I, I don't like the connotation with seniors. You're an older adult, as you have alluded to, you have a lot of wisdom, and I'm going to give my the plug for what I have been saying to so many groups of studying, uh, you know, how to provide for the old seniors. I say, let's call them older adults, and let's see them as having a wealth of knowledge, ability, and experience, rather than someone who needs a walker. So that's my two cents. So thank you. And yeah, um, yeah. Uh, with the idea of technology, it's, um, it, it really is liberating what it can do for you. So uh, thanks for that. And thanks for the warning about not being addicted, not spending too much of your time on that. So be self-aware. Do you have any real concerns with older adults and technology? You've talked about, you know, being addicted, but safety, uh, susceptible to scams uh, is that a concern have you seen any issues there i i think what a what a lot of uh, older adults uh uh fear is and and a fear has always been uh in the past when it comes to viruses that was the old thing malware issues um you know having my computer being hacked that kind of thing um, I have always told most of during my sessions, um, not only getting a good computer or a tablet or a, or a smartphone, but also getting something to protect yourself with it. Okay. And uh, some of these, uh, I don't like to really give names because I don't like to, you know, uh, give brand names because I'm not here to sell brand names. Okay. But it's a good idea to always do your research. Um, my best way of protecting yourself is be careful what you put out there. Mm-hmm. Do you remember how we used to teach our children and our grandchildren first time we ever t- went, uh, took them downtown and we said, stay in the well-lit areas. Don't go down the dark streets on the left and the right. Right. We, I mean, that's, that's, Something we've taught all our children is be careful where you go. The internet is the exact same thing, okay? Be careful where you deviate on the internet. Be careful when you click a link on an email. If that email looked something not right about it, don't even open it, just delete it, okay? If someone's asking you about getting help 
for someone who's trapped in a certain car accident or in a country and needs money, pick up the phone, talk to the person. Don't ever respond to anything electronically when someone or something is putting a message out saying, I need help. And you should never, ever, a bank, a financial, uh, uh, any kind of financial institution will never, never ask you for personal information, SIN number, none of that. So that's kind of the things that I try to, uh, uh, I guess, uh, empower them with their fears when they think, oh my God, you know, what if this happens and what if this happens? And you know what? We're a vulnerable group. I just became a senior, so I now have, I can say we, uh, we are a vulnerable group. You know, someone reaches out to us in many different ways and we think, oh my God, I, I need to help. But wait a second, pick up that phone, talk to somebody live and call them. Don't call the number they give you. <laughs> okay, good, very good advice. Uh, now, you've been doing this for 25 years, uh, more or less, uh, possibly even older. Have you noticed a shift in how older adults interact with technology in the past couple of decades? Oh, I love that question. Um, because it's something that I've, as as I'm reaching the 25th anniversary of our, our group, I'm suddenly looking at um, the education of our older adults or seniors 25 years ago, because yes, 25 years ago, computers were still a mystery box. Okay. They were keyboards, they were mice. Okay. But nowadays, it's amazing how many people don't have a computer anymore. They have an iPad, they have a tablet, they have a smartphone. They're not typing, but they're using their thumbs to and their fingers to browse. So Education-wise, yes, I think we've come a long way uh, from, from uh, and, and that's where I'm sometimes reevaluating my mission statement because it, it says when you turn the computer on. Well, you know what? It's not when you turn the computer on anymore. It's when you turn the device on, when you turn, do you know what I mean? For the very first time. Uh, so yes, education-wise, I have discovered that we are much more educated than we were 25 years ago yeah. and more tech-savvy. Mm -hmm. And and that itself is an inspiration because the more tech-savvy older adults want to learn even more. Mm -hmm. And that inspires me even more. Yeah. Very nice. Okay. Um, can you highlight some technology that you see as specifically quite useful uh, to older adults? Um, I used to teach the iPad before the pandemic, okay? And I find the iPad is something that is powerful, first of all, for our eyes. Because I think as we all get older, the phones sometimes are too small. Okay, I feel like Goldilocks. Okay, the computers were the big screens. The smartphones are too small. Well, Goldilocks picked the middle one, and that's where tablets become a very powerful form of uh, a device that can help, especially us older adults. Okay, only because it's a nice big screen, you can put it under your arm and walk anywhere you want. You can read with it. You can 
hop onto the internet when you want to. Um, it, it provides a flexibility that says, hey, I'm not stuck to the old desktop computer, which is in the basement, but I can now be mobile in the house. I can move around. I can take it anywhere. So tablets, I find, have become really uh, uh, key uh, in the sense of taking the computer with you versus you going to the computer. Mm, okay, interesting. What about health thing like health monitors and those uh, safety issues for the house? Like it, there just seems to be so many uh, issues like that, that that I think are targeted to the older person. Have you looked into those? Mm-hmm. I mean, I've I listen to a lot of podcasts. Okay, uh, and um, I hear a lot about. A safety, because I think safety is always an issue for someone who sometimes either lives home alone. Um, and um, there's a part of me that feels like you don't necessarily need computers to keep you safe. Okay. I think a neighborhood watch is safe, knowing your neighbors is safe. Um, being at home, especially if you're alone. You know, uh, there's a lot of older adults who maybe have lost a spouse and therefore they're at home. They have get visited by family, friends. And of course, they find ways of also coming out of the home to, to different community centers. Um, I, I think safety is just, I put it in the words of uh, using your common sense. Okay, don't necessarily rely on the high tech to kind of protect you. And it, yes, but my motto in technology, in all my years of having been a tech support, a technology trainer as well, technology is great when it works, okay? But when it comes to security alarms and stuff like that, uh, um, you know, I would make sure you get something reliable that is monitored by a professional service rather than the tech you can set up yourself. If, if that's what you're referring to. Okay. Okay. I think we'll do another podcast about that whole issue there. So uh, technology is continually mm-hmm. changing. Yeah. How do you, any advice on dealing with this continual change? We have to be uh, very, very, uh, we have to be um, very aware of FOMO. Have you heard of FOMO? Fear of missing out. Correct? Right. (laughs) And believe it or not, I have customers that come into the Apple store that just fear the fact that, oh my God, I want to keep up with the newest technology. No, you don't. We have people that are bringing in iPhones that are iPhones 4, iPhone 6. Well, guess what? Next week, we're going to an iPhone 15. There's people who have had devices for a long, long time. And believe it or not, I've sent people away. They, they think, should I, should I do something with this iPhone 8? No, keep it. Come back in a year, okay? Because people feel like they're going to miss out on technology, okay? But here's my warning, and here's my threshold. Once your security updates on a smartphone, on a tablet, on a computer, stop. As soon as you cannot update your security updates, 
stop your banking, stop any kind of financial transactions. Okay, that's my mode of measurement on mm. to say, you know what, uh, there's only so many years that, you know, uh, Android will update your device, that Apple will update your device, that Google Chrome will update your device, they have a cutoff point. Yep. And they have to have a cutoff point. Yep. Okay. Um, for one reason or another. And when that happens, then you should start thinking about or start saving up for your pennies for, for your next device. Okay. I definitely like that uh, piece of advice. So, yeah, though I met, I got my new phone when the BlackBerry did not work anymore. And I got my, my uh, criteria was to have a really good phone, on, a really good camera on my phone. And that I am very happy mm -hmm. with. So, yeah, it, taking photos is important to me. So you, you, I think you need asking yourself those sort of questions is what what do you really want uh, your device to do? So, is there something else that you'd like to add? Oh, I was just going to say, Black, do you know how many people come into the store missing the BlackBerry? Mm -hmm. Yeah. <laughs> that, that tiny little Canadian company that unfortunately lost its way. Yeah. Okay. And everybody loved the BlackBerry because it still had the mini keyboard. Yeah. Okay. Yep. And, and Marge, I'm going to tell you something I've been telling all my uh, older adults in the last 15 years. I said, I hope to live to see the end of the keyboard because I'm ready to say goodbye to that keyboard because I learned how to type in grade 10. Mm -hmm. It was my best course. Yep. I went to <laughs> university classes by typing. Yes. Okay. But... I'm finally going to, ready to let go of a keyboard to a lifestyle where we can maybe talk and show our mannerisms to our devices. I know that's a scary thought, mm -hmm. okay? But keyboards to me are going to be the, uh, uh, what's it called? It's not, it's, it's an evolutionary step to saying goodbye to the old writing on the caves, because that's what keyboards are for me, okay? okay? To a new era of technology. And I know I get funny looks when people say mm -hmm. that, but it can be exciting as well, especially if you embrace technology. Okay. I, I think I'm going to disagree with you. I think this idea of not, of using your fingers and writing uh, is an important way of, of transmitting ideas. But that's, we'll again agree to disagree with that one. One final factor on volunteering, I'd like to sincerely thank all the volunteers that have joined us and joined me for the last 24 years because they are instrumental in terms of the community. Uh, they're the ones that not only spread the word, but they're the ones that also put uh, various different courses together and discussions when we all get together on Saturdays. So uh, without them, we would not be doing this for the last 24 years. So I just wanted to uh, plug the amazing volunteers that have been uh, uh, keeping this together. Okay. Thanks very much, Marge. Very good. And that's, that is really important. So I'm glad you said that. I do end this podcast, all podcasts with the question for all guests. Name one thing you really like about this community. It's a great question. Thanks, Marge. Um, to me, one of the most important factors to longevity has been to keep socializing. And I think we all know that, okay? Keep the brain moving one way or another. Um, and this means coming together physically, 
within the community. Uh, the community can be friends. The community can be family during uh, uh, Thanksgivings, Christmas, Hanukkah, etc., etc., and of course, friends. Um, there are many ways of staying connected, and this is also part of my vision in the sense of the fact that as we get older, our bodies start talking to us. I can't do this anymore. I can't walk anymore. I can't see as well as I used to. I can't hear as well as I used to. That's a fact of life. We can't change that. But there's a part of our brain that we can keep exercised. And that is using our technology to stay connected. Okay? If I can't get into the wheel trans anymore, that used to take me to this place and that place, I can still stay at home and be connected as Marge, you and I are doing right now. You're in a different part of, uh, you know, Richmond Hill than I am, and we're staying connected. We visually see each other. I see you smiling, okay? It might not be real face-to-face, -face, but Zoom allows us to still communicate, laugh, cry, joke, and continue staying connected. So that that's kind of my, my way of how I, I see the beauty of technology is it's gonna keep us connected uh, physically and virtually. Virtually, very, very good. Thank you for those wise words. But, and thank you, Yuri, for taking the time to do this podcast. Uh, glad we met online, but I'm looking forward to sometime soon actually interacting with you in person. So again, thank you. Thank you for listening. I would very much appreciate you sharing this podcast. Please tune in next week as we continue to explore the community. Consider emailing me at marj, M-A-R-J, at marjandre.com. I welcome suggestions for podcast guests. Stay well, stay connected. <laughs>